They actually seem to believe that we don't know what they're doing and what their game plan is, but we do. And we're pissed because it's been our work, it's been our treasure, our blood, that's done everything positive America has ever done. It's been its citizens. It hasn't been a bunch of elitist thugs who are parasites on the very system they seek to destroy. They call us deplorables, insurrectionists, domestic terrorists, even as they allow deadly drugs and countless numbers of people wanting to destroy us across our borders, even as they push vaccines that kill our children and imprison real American patriots and commit treason many times over. While we Americans are unlike any people tyrants have faced before, we know our rights, we demand our freedom and liberty, and we demand the servants of the people learn their place. Happy Monday, Patriots. It's episode 215 of the Patriot Review. We have a lot going on. And uh, Friday, I had some audio trouble, so I hope that's fixed. I did uh, upload the episode with audio. If you are on blessed.news, you can check that out. Uh, so today's show, I have uh, Dr. Ronald Boyd coming in for a casual conversation on the Biden foreign policy and the disaster that that is. So we'll get to that in a little bit here. But first, I want to get to some of the headlines from today that you may have not seen. UK parliamentarian admits to lying about lucrative pandemic contracts. She says she's done nothing wrong. What, a politician involved in fleecing the public of all kinds of their money and taking it and enriching herself? And I mean... This has to just be the only incident of this. There could be no profiteers off of the deaths of Americans, let's say. Uh, yeah. So, and the funny part is she says she's done nothing wrong. So the scientific fact that these prolonged mask usage, uh, the prolonged mask usage causes health problems in our children is not a problem, evidently, when you're selling enough masks. That makes it okay. Right along with that, more pandemic news. Airborne vaccine developed to vaccinate the public without consent. Now, this is actually not such a news a news story. I knew this was coming, and I mentioned this when we were right in the middle of the COVID debacle and uh, the COVID mass murder. So this is not so really so surprising, right? I mean, so it says as the research has consistently constantly flowed in on the vaccines hurriedly pushed on the public during the pandemic, it has become clear that vaccinations did not stop the spread of the virus, that those vaccinated got the virus anyway, and that those not vaccinated who developed natural antibodies were just as protected. I would say more protected because of the spike proteins and the damage it does to the immune system, uh, <laughs> which has been shown. If you haven't seen... Um, if you hadn't seen, if you haven't seen "Died Suddenly," the documentary, uh, it is available for free. It's not mine, but it's available for free on RedBloodedPatriots.com. Watch that one, and then watch, um, then watch the plan. There's there's several good documentaries on my website that are free to watch, and uh, those are, are two of them. And of course, my documentary, "Breaking the Oath." It's about the use of COVID protocols to murder people, and that's exactly what occurred, in my opinion. So we can check that out as well. 
Story Back to the story, of course, at that time the shot was experimental, but now there is more information available causing citizens of the U.S. to decline further shots. So for all my relatives that thought that I was nuts about the, the dangers of the shot, and uh, the only mistake I made was that, uh, well, it really wasn't a mistake. You look back at it. Uh, the fact that the mainstream media is not covering the fact that many people are dropping dead and many people at such a young age that it is absolutely shocking and criminal. Um, well, there you go. So the shot is now conne uh, connected through data to various health problems such as heart attacks and stroke. No, those are just fairly minor. Sudden deaths across the nation have been suggested to be connected with vaccinations and other drugs. Well, of course they are. What's, the, what's the, the only thing that's changed in the life of the average high school football player? It's the damn vaccines, right? And how come we have such an explosion of young athletes, people who are at their healthiest time supposedly in life, uh, are cut down and dying suddenly? There's hundreds of them, hundreds, probably thousands worldwide since the pandemic started and the vaccine started. Uh, so there's that. Uh, shifting gear now, U.S. homelessness reaches record high after dramatic 12% strike. And if you can't see this picture, you know, it's another tent city on the streets of America. And it is sad, very sad to see. And uh, we're not saying that we don't empathize with the homeless because we certainly do. However, there is a cause for this. The U.S. experienced a dramatic 12% increase in homelessness this year to its highest reported level, federal officials said Friday. About 653,000 people were homeless, the most since the country began using the year, a yearly survey in 2007. The total in, the Jan, in January uh, represents an increase of about 70,650 compared with a year earlier. The latest estimate indicates that people becoming homeless for the first time were behind much of the increase, which ended a downward trend in family homelessness that began in 2012. So suddenly, you know, here we are with all these homeless, and yet we're paying for all these illegals, putting them up in the three-star, four-star, five-star hotels, Remember the three-star, I shared with you a story that the federal government said a three-star is a minimum rating that they'll allow putting homeless or uh, illegal aliens in. Yet the homeless are on the streets living in a cardboard box or maybe not a cardboard box at all. <laughs> so, you know, this is how we treat our own, and many of those are veterans, right? So this is how we treat our own, and the illegals are allowed to pour through the border, most of which are military-aged males, from countries that hate us, by the way. And um, so here we sit, here we sit. So as this is going on with the homeless, the illegal aliens are tossing away $1 million worth of food, free food, free to them, free food, $1 million per month, while citizens contend with drastic budget cuts and we have the homeless increasing. Let's just waste a $1 million worth of food a month while our veterans are on the streets. As untold, billions of our taxpayer dollars are being sho are shoveled towards free offerings for illegal border crossers. New York is finding millions in food waste also piling up. Big Apple spends tens of thousands of tax dollars a month for free meals to the illegals, flooding the Empire State. But according to the New York Times, the New York slime, 
Many of those meals are not being eaten and are ending up in the garbage. The whole situation is another typical example of government waste. I wouldn't just say government waste. This is the blue city, folks. This is the blue cities across the country. The, com the company that's supporting or supplying the meals that end up in the garbage, medical servers, et cetera, et cetera. So they're the ones getting rich off of it, right? So again, we have this, this, this moral divide and all of those people on the left that, that think that they're, this is a, another example of virtue signaling and how wonderful they are that they allow all these, these illegals in. Um, what do you say about the homeless that, that we're not taking care of? What do you say about the veterans that, that uh, served for your freedom? What do you say about those people? We're doing these people, these illegals, no favors, by the way. How many women are raped or murdered on the way up? How many children now are into uh, sex slavery and being trafficked? How much fentanyl needs to come across our border and killing you know, 120, 150,000 Americans a year? This is your empathy, liberals. This is what you are wreaking havoc. This is how you're wreaking havoc on this country and how your supposed values are, are causing all of these issues. It's not up to us to feed the world. Yes, we should, we should, uh, we should help, definitely. I'm, I'm right there with you. However, how about taking care of our own, especially the veterans? And here we go. The, 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 I told you about Chicago before with Chicago and New York talking about the amount of money being spent on these illegals. Well, here's another one. Here's another story about Chicago. Fed up blue city residents denied their say in ending sanctuary city status. The Chicago City Council on Thursday wiped out any hopes that a non-binding referendum on Chicago's sanctuary city status would go before voters in the spring. The proposal was rejected 31 to 16 in what the Chicago Tribune framed as a victory for Mayor Brandon Johnson and his supporters who opposed the referendum. Mr. Chairman, just let me say, I think you all had something up your sleeve. sleeve. Alderman Anthony Beal said of the maneuvers that defeated his effort to put the question on the ballot. Of course they did. <laughs> of course they did. They don't give a damn what the American people, what their constituents in Chicago say or want. This is all about their virtue, virtue signaling, and it's all about it's all about power and wealth. I guarantee you, somewhere in there, there's someone getting rich off of all this stuff, and they probably have a D after their name. Not that I'm so naive, I don't understand that there are just as many Republican rhinos that are part of this overall problem. I understand that. But you don't see the virtue signaling on the on the right and um so here we have chicago descending into mass chaos we have new york descend all of them are descending into bankruptcy california 68 billion dollars um <laughs> deficit right and uh why well because their policies are absolutely ridiculous nonsense that cannot be sustained and the blue cities you know they feel this and then their citizens want they want to do a reverse about face. All the Republicans, all of the conservatives have left the city or the state, and um they're finding finally reaping what they sow. And you know what? They only do it because they know that we'll bail them out. And that is uh thanks to Barack Obama and his legacy, 
Well, it's time not to bail them out. I'm sorry. It's time not to bail them out. Live by their consequences. That's my opinion. Planned 20-foot Virgin Mary statue atop of California ski resort sparks anger and petition. California ski resorts plan to elect or erect a 20-foot tall statue of the Virgin Mary is being opposed by resort users who say they don't want anything religious injected into their fun. Well, then go somewhere else. This isn't a this isn't a government uh, uh, ski resort. <laughs> you have no right to say what this person could put on their property or not. Go somewhere else. So they'll they'll attack something like this, and then when it comes to um, something public that's uh, displayed in public um, or government funded areas, then it's it's a problem. And this is a case now. I'm going to give you a, an example of of me calling things wrong that are wrong, no matter who they come from, right? So Georgia middle school teacher accused of threatening student in dispute over Israeli flag. So this teacher, this teacher wanted to uh, put up the Israeli flag in his classroom and did, and the student objected to the Israeli flag in the classroom. All right, so here we have an example. This is a public, right? This is a, a public school, and... Um, I would say that the only flag that should be allowed in our public schools is the American flag, period. No rainbow flags, no Israel flags, no Mexican flags, just the American flag. That is where we are at, and that is the way it should be in any public building, period. Um, <laughs> with the exception of bodies like the UN, obviously, right, or other embassies and stuff like that. But when it comes to schools, shouldn't we just be worried about uh, the American flag being shown? Just my opinion. Um, if you have a different opinion, you can comment or you can email me at redbloodedpatriots at protonmail.com. Next story, Supreme Court roadblocks Trump's prosecution. The commencement of uh, significant hearings took place on Monday within the Colorado courtroom. This is last week. Focusing on an innovative proposal to permanently disqualify former former President Donald Trump from assuming office in the White House. This whole 14th Amendment argument is absolute utter nonsense. And the the courts, all the courts, unfortunately, we have a bunch of activist judges that are out there who will not do the right thing. And um, they obviously are an issue. But um, we, you know, this this continues, and we all know what this is. This is more Trump derangement syndrome. That's all it is. I'll be right back after this. Sorry about that. More technical issues, as you can see. Man, I'm overtaxing this computer. Sorry about that. But um, I'm going to show you now the interview that I did with uh, Dr. Boyd, and uh, I'll break in for commercials, and I'll be back after it's done. The ER major review, obviously. Story. Yeah. Good to have you back. Thank you. For having me here today. <laughs> <laughs> Familiar? Yeah. Older. In your face. So it's like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's probably good video. Alone, but um, anyway, good to have you back. We're going to talk today. You wanted to talk about um, Joe Biden's foreign policy and where we stand today. So. Um, 
curious about the overall approach and um, what your thoughts are on that, what we, what we are doing, what we should be doing, what we could be doing. Okay. Well, I, frankly, I don't even think he has an approach. I, if, you, if you follow his foreign policy, it's all over the place. You know, and you really don't know where he really stands on anything. We're going to eventually talk about Israel. And when the, the attacks occurred, he, he said, oh, you know, we stand for Israel. Israel has the right to defend itself. Then the moment the, the, uh, the war starts, where Israel actually proceeds to attack Hamas, all of a sudden, the administration is saying, oh, wait a minute. No, we need to cease fire. We need to cease fire. Yeah, that happened quick, didn't it? Yeah. You know, the moment, like, oh, they're, they're, they're crushing Hamas. We can't have that. Oh, we need to cease fire. You know, you need to allow uh, all this uh, food and medicine and all this stuff to come in into Gaza. It's like that defeats the entire purpose of, of the siege, if you want to call it that. Yeah. But the idea is to starve these people out. Well, let's and, face it. You know, you know, you're not, you're not going to get rid of Hamas unless you get rid of Hamas. I mean, all you're right. prolonging the inevitable. Exactly. You're just prolonging the, the conflict. Uh, so that's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking he really doesn't have a foreign policy. And quite frankly, when you had uh, the former head of the CIA and uh, Obama Secretary of Defense saying that Joe Biden has been wrong on foreign policy, and he and he said that he's been wrong on all of it, everything. Killing foreign policy, he's been wrong. We need to, we need to listen to this man. Because this man served under how many presidents? You know, right. uh, Robert Gates. He, he he was a career CIA uh, uh, official, and he right. knows what he's talking about. It, you know what? From the outside, the average person, it looks like you know, Biden has no policy. Biden's policies are somebody else's policies. He's just kind of the puppet mm -hmm. mouthpiece. What my opinion is, and that mm -hmm. he gets he gets pressure from. I don't know. I personally think it's Obama behind the behind the scenes pulling the strings. Hmm. Uh, well, I mean, exactly so he, that's what it is. So he has to change right away, right? He has to. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he's he's definitely the term of Obama in the sense that oh, he's going to draw a red line. I'm going to take a step back. He's going to draw another red line. He's going to step back and he's leading from behind, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, uh, yeah, exactly. Well, and that's exactly what it is. It's weakness, and you're yeah. double down on it on weakness, and yeah. uh, and you you look what's going on in the world, and you can tell that world leaders do not respect Joe Biden. They really don't. They're actually laughing at him, and sometimes I'm kind of wondering if they're laughing at him to his face. You know, uh, like uh, like Saudis. Uh, he went and he begged uh, the Saudis for more for more oil, and the Saudis told him to pound sand. You know, they're, they're not going to produce any more oil for him. They're not going to lower the price. Yeah, that's that's of course right after you know he uh, stops drilling and you know just destroys our capabilities and uses right. all the reserves up. I mean, the guy is you know in this and in this very direct way you know that is using the reserves that is uh 
detrimental to our national security, of course, because mm -hmm. if we should enter a war, here we sit with no oil. Well, <laughs> that's, that's not good. And what's even more infuriating about it is the fact he sold a lot of it to China. You know, and China is a competitor, obviously, but they're also an enemy. They're not friends with us yeah. at all. You know, well, like Hillary Clinton sold to twenty percent of the uranium, right? I mean, right to the Russians. People, yeah. they're all about money laundering. That's what's going on. Mm -hmm. It's all coming back into his pocket, I believe. Oh yeah. Right. You know, and we're starting to see more and more evidence of that. And quite frankly, that's what I think the the Ukraine war is. The Ukraine war is just a money laundering operation for the Biden crime syndicate. Yeah. You know? I mean, uh, uh, it's like why why uh, would you refuse to have peace talks? You know, the like last year, the Russians and the Ukrainians actually had an agreement. All they had to do was sign on the dotted line. But here comes Joe Biden saying, "Oh no, we can't have that. No, no peace." So there you go. And you have to ask yourself, well, why does he want a, a perpetual war going on in Ukraine when he knows, or at least those who are actually advising him should know that it's unwinnable. Ukraine cannot win. I'm sorry. They don't have the population. The Russians might. Yeah. Uh, they have the population to throw at, at Ukrainians. But the Ukrainians don't. I mean, they're, they're smaller than uh, right. Russia population-wise. Yeah. And quite frankly, uh, the majority of the population is female in Ukraine. Well, you only got so many men that you can use before you're all dying. Enough. They're all dying, you know, and it's yeah. on Biden. It's definitely on Biden. And he, uh, really enriching himself. I think we all oh, yeah. see through that, you know. It's, I, I think, why, uh, why else, for example, would he make a big deal out of their borders, give them all kind of money, and talk mm -hmm. about you know, the right to be a sovereign nation, and at the same time, right. We, See thousands upon thousands of you know, military-aged men. All you got to do is look at the videos and look at uh, who's coming across our border. You don't see families with. You should see, you know, almost all of them being families with children, or right. or at least a mix of men and women, and you don't see it. No, it's, no, it's, it's all military-aged males, you know, and and. Quite frankly, I seriously think uh, Joe Biden's just like LBJ. He's he's making money off this war. He probably has investments in the industrial, uh, the defense industrial complex. He's so every weapon uh, they sell, he's getting a kickback from it. Uh, that's what I'm thinking. What's going on? And people need to question this, and they need to, to tell. They need to support the GOP because the GOP said no, we're not, we're not giving any more money to Ukraine, and of course all the leftards are are complaining about it. They're whining about it. Oh, we need to stand with Ukraine. Yeah, maybe we do, but but the thing is, you know, just pause right there for a second. We need to stand with Ukraine, but not with our biggest uh, ally in the Middle East, right? I mean, how? You know, the, the country that, uh, that provides for space for three religions, 
that uh, lives in peace inside their own country with three religions yeah. has attacked from the outside by a terrorist group. You can't, mm -hmm. you can't support them. We have right. to speak out against them on the floor because we're a bunch okay. of anti-Semites and racists, which mm -hmm. the Democrat Party has always been full of. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, but when it's Ukraine, well, then, uh, well, then we can get up. Yeah, it's yeah, we, transparent. We yeah. You know, and and you know, the leftards are complaining and whining about it. And the solution was simple. All the Republicans said, increase the funding on border security and we'll let you have your aid package. Right. But the administration said no. The resident said no. Because <laughs> he's yeah. fundamentally destroying our nation. Oh, yeah. It yeah. Can't, uh, can't stop doing that now. That's part of the plan for the oh, no. globalist agenda. And, you know, they, they sit there and they say that the GOP, oh, you know, they're a bunch of Russian lackeys. Well, you know, listen to what what Putin has to say. And, you know, you got to cut him some slack because, quite frankly, you listen to him and he has a point. Yes, like, he does. <laughs> like uh, said the back in, in the 90s, when the Soviet Union collapsed, we made an agreement with the Russians that, you weren't going to expand NATO eastward. You weren't going to do it. And that was under uh, George Sr., George yeah. Bush Sr. And so we didn't. As long as George Bush uh, Sr. was president, we didn't do it. Clinton came along. What did Clinton do? All of a sudden he had Poland. All of a sudden he had Estonia, Latvia, you know, former Soviet republics becoming part of NATO. He took advantage of the fact that Yeltsin was a drunk. And yeah. probably didn't know where he was half the time, anyways. So well, right after was, that, right after you know, they were very, very weak after mm -hmm. right after the collapse, Gorbachev, and and uh, yeah. after the collapse. So we did take and, advantage of it, no doubt. And you know, Putin came along and said, "No, you are not going to add you Ukraine. Ukraine is part of our sphere of influence. It you know used to be part of the Russian Empire at one time. You know, it used to be part of the Soviet Union." So they have some interest in in Ukraine. So you can understand, you know, the Russians feel threatened right. as as NATO because what was NATO's original intention? It was to defend Europe against the Soviets. Right. right. And if they had to, they would want to war with the Soviet Union over Europe. So you can understand why the Russians would feel kind of yeah, threatened, exactly. You know, and and uh, also you have to think about. Where most of the invasions came from, you know, when Russia was invaded from the West, yeah. Poland. Right. You know, right. there's there's nothing there to stop anyone from coming in, and that's why the Soviet Union had those buffer states you know, between the Soviet Union and NATO. Uh, so you can understand why Putin says no. You can't have Ukraine. You know, oh, ours. Like I said the other day, you know, it's a uh, you know something screwed up. You know stuff's upside down when a former KGB agent makes more sense than leadership in your own country.
Hey, Patriots, it's Jeff Wagner. Let's face it, it's getting harder and harder to make ends meet. It's only going to get worse. This inflation is going to continue. As a matter of fact, our dollar is in jeopardy of even existing with the crazies that want to go to the digital currency to control us all. You can go to com slash the Patriot Review, get all kinds of free, great information, and invest in gold and silver for your future. Our world is full of electromagnetic fields that even though we can't see them, are affecting our bodies, our sleep, and even our ability to think clearly. The advent of 5G is only making this worse. There is an answer. Visit Fix the World by clicking the link in the Patriot Review show description below to view natural products that can actually protect you from EMF and 5G and even improve your sleep. Skeptical? Get the free Dangers of EMF Radiation ebook free by clicking on its direct link also in the show description. Here's a nutritional hack anyone can master. Replace a meal a day with our kingdom feel. Or if you're a mosh from the gym, add a shake to your daily meal plan. Our unique meal shakes are balanced, low glycemic, rich in fiber, 20 grams of clean protein, essential vitamins and minerals, healthy fat, and organic fruits and vegetables. Kingdom Fuel is vegan with a complete amino acid profile. Bottom line, it's a simple start to a transformed life. No gimmicks, just results. Start today. Hey, Patriots, you can save up to 66% at MyPillow.com when you use the code TPR. That stands for the Patriot Review. That's TPR or call 800-519-9927. That's 800-519-9927. I use the price myself. I can tell you they are the best quality bar done. So go ahead, use the code TPR and get up to 66% off right now. Coming to you from the land of common sense and American pride. Not a unicorn or rainbow in sight. Welcome back to the Patriot Review with Jeff Wagner. I tell you folks, some days this technology makes you want to kind of swear. And I think it would sound, sound something like this. No, that's not Morse code. Anyway, I got this um, back up and running, so let's get back to the interview here. Our own country. I would yeah. include the rhinos in that, you know. I mean, we, oh, yeah. we're talking about the GOP in general, but there's, mm-hmm. there's so many rhinos that are popping up things as well. And, uh, oh, yeah. There's so many of them there, the great majority of them that are just not there for the right reason. I mean, you look at the vote, mm-hmm. you look at the vote for impeachment for Biden, and it's, you know, mm-hmm. almost, almost even. You're thinking, well, that means at least 50% of the people need need to go, sure. Yeah. Because oh, yeah. the evidence is so overwhelming. Not only should he be, he should be tried for treason. I keep saying oh, yeah. that, you know, and it's, yep. it's so yeah. obvious when you talk about giving aid, aid and comfort to the enemy that you take your pick, whether it's $85 billion worth of uh, military gear he gave our enemy in Afghanistan, or if it's wide open borders that are bringing in people that are going to attack us. Yeah, so 
what really pisses me off is yesterday the FBI comes out and says, oh, we're going to warn you that there's, uh, you know, high risk of terrorist terrorism for the holiday <laughs> season. And I'm thinking, really? Yeah. So why don't you get the hell out of the Christian churches, stop calling us white supremacists, and yeah. and stop right. trying to call us Islamophobes, and, mm-hmm. and call a spade a spade and saying that you know, radical Islam is the problem, and because our borders are wide open, there are these mm-hmm. threats. All this blood is going to be on their hands, it's going to be on Biden's hands, it's going to be on the rhino's hands. We're not doing enough to change this. Oh, well, yeah. Like, and it's a simple solution. If you think it about it, number one, you close the border, you make sure no one can enter. Reinstate the Trump policies. Reinstate, yeah, reinstate the Trump policies. And quite frankly, I would even go as far as finding landmines along the border. You, know, yeah. you have to, you know, find yeah. landmines. Well, would, we're being invaded. The, yeah, I mean, the, the cartels down there are literally, you know, fighting across the border and laughing at us, you know. Yeah. And, uh, only, uh, you know, I, I think that the policies Trump had were effective enough. And, yeah, I mean, it had the. Know, the border relatively secured. I mean, it wasn't yeah. completely secured, but I mean, quite frankly, our not to say you know, denigrate our border patrol, but they're a joke. Uh, you look at any other country in the world, and you look at their border. Oh, well, you don't mean that. Yeah, you don't mean that personally. You basically no, mean that. I don't that mean that. I mean, as far as the way they're organized, they're you look like at, our military, right? Their rules of yeah. engagement tie their hands. Right. I mean, you, well, number one, you know, the Border Patrol is probably trained more like, like uh, how should I, uh, law enforcement. Uh-huh. They're more like law enforcement. Like, if you go anywhere in the world, like, you know, I visited Ukraine at one time, and, you know, I had, well, to, go through, I had to go through the immigration and, right. or not immigration, well, you customs, know, I mean, yeah. customs, yeah. And you look at the guy. And clearly, he was border. You know, he was a border guard. That's right. what they call him. And he looked like he was in the army. He wore a uniform that looked right. like an army uniform. And the re- and the way you can tell that he was border guard because of the hat that he wore. Uh, here, I'll, I'll show an example. This isn't exactly a border guard hat, but if uh, this is Russian, by the way, but if you see a border. You know that they're border guard by the color of this band, band here. Yeah. It, it'll be green. A green one is a border guard. Uh, and so you, you knew, and apparently, you know, this guy was probably trained like he was in the army, and they're armed when they're, you know, patrolling. They're armed like they're in, they're in the army. They're trained like it. They shoot first, ask questions later. And yeah. quite frankly, that's what we need our border patrol to be like. We need to change the name of it. Border guards never happened in the army. You arm them like they're in the army. You give them whatever equipment they need, whatever weaponry they need. I mean, if you need to give them 105 millimeter howitzers, you give it to them. <laughs> it's not. It's not going to happen, though, right? Because no, we're in the United States. We're the melting pot, and we're you know we don't. I don't know. I agree with you that there should be more of a military style border for sure, but it's just. Mm-hmm. Most Americans don't have the appetite or understanding for that. The purpose is not to the purpose is not to actually open fire on anybody. The purpose is just to be there yeah. as a deterrent so these 
go through the legal process, which is what they're yeah, supposed so they to think do. twice. Yeah, that's what they're supposed to do. And, it, and yeah. you know, quite frankly, uh, the Democrats that screwed up the immigration system to begin with in the 1960s when they passed uh, a whole new immigration bill. And Ted Kennedy himself said, oh, you know, we're not going to flood the country with, you know, uh, right. underskilled labor. Oh, no, it's not going to be like that at all. And what happened? It was exactly like that. Yeah, exactly. Well, <laughs> you know, if, if Ted Kennedy said it, it's going to be exactly the opposite of what he said. Exactly. You know, what are the Democrats tell you that the opposite is going to occur? Yeah. They you know, do what they accuse you of as well. Exactly. Yeah. You know, but we're, we're digressing. Yeah. Uh, and of course, you now we do have to talk about withdrawal from Afghanistan. And no, I, quite frankly, I don't think anyone criticized wanting to withdraw from Afghanistan. No. We've been there for 20 years and we accomplished nothing as a result. Because, you know, we started this thing called nation building. Well, you can't build a nation when everyone in that country wants to kill each other, <laughs> you know, yeah. because of whatever, whatever reason, ethnic-wise, not exactly religion, probably, because they're all Muslims. But, you know, maybe, maybe some of them were Shiite and the others were Sunni, yeah. but basically it was more like ethnic or, or a clan. And, you know, and they've been fighting amongst each other for centuries. You're not going to change that. All the wasted treasure, all the all the money. Mm -hmm. We wasted all this money. Yep. We wasted all these lives. Yep. And no one, you know, argue against withdrawing. What we're irritated about is how exactly, which was a complete disaster. And even a five-year-old can figure out. Oh, you you remove all the civilians out first. Right. You know. All the civilians leave, then you have your diplomatic staff leave, and before you remove the military, you remove all of the crap that we left behind. Right? One Who would think, all? one would think, rather than giving your $85 billion to your yeah. military equipment to your enemy, which is yeah, exactly. that out treason. Rather than, rather than leaving tanks, leaving the Hummers, leaving, you know, thousands, thousands of rifles and millions of rounds of ammunition. Yeah. You know, and helicopters that the Russians and the Chinese will bend over backwards. Well, that's, that's already accident. done. They've already they've already reverse oh, yeah. engineered everything oh, down yeah. on it. Of course they did. You know, they got their hands on all that stuff and yeah. uh, a man was born happy to do it. You know, and you went through all all that stuff. And what I found sickening when you see the videos of what was going on in in Afghanistan where you had hundreds of people like swarming a plane as it was taking off. Right. Falling from it. You see in the background like two or three C one thirty sitting there doing nothing. It's like you couldn't take those. Right? You could load those it, okay. up and take them. Yeah. yeah you know, you could fill them up and you could use them bull. too. Yeah, that's complete bull. Yeah. And not only that, but he made sure that you know, we had thirteen more people killed. Right. Before Right. And that's the first thing too. We don't well, even know the number. We don't even know the number of civilians. Yeah. You know well, that, left, that were left behind. What happened to them? Oh, they were probably all slaughtered. Yeah, who? Yeah, who's who? 
haven't heard anything on, on that. Yeah. Yeah, we, we don't know anything of what what's going on with if there's anybody left that is still alive. Right. And also the fact that we had this, you know, military base that was secured, you know, you could defend it. No, yeah. what did we do? We withdrew from that to the international airport, which was in a bowl. Right. You know. Surrounded by hills which the Taliban could easily take and could fire down right. on our troops. <laughs> you know, so well, it's like, uh, and, and we didn't have enough troops to secure it. I mean, okay, so if you're going to have just that airport, obviously you want to have enough troops to occupy the hills surrounding it. Yeah, exactly. Right. You know, you want the high ground. But we have of course, you know, you got the idiot. And so, oh, no, we can't do that now. We should so, have lost their team as a result. Have, should have evacuated out of Bosnia and kept the air base. Exactly. Know, Trump brings up how it's one hour away from where the Chinese manufacture their nuclear weapons. You know. Uh, well, strategically important and all yeah. that money to build that. That's, you know, that's Plus, you know, well. It was out in the middle of nowhere, probably. So you could see enemy coming you know <laughs> and you can prepare yourself to defend the, the air base you know so there's all these stupid things that's what upsets us the most all the stupidity oh, treason. that's what upsets me the most treason other than other than the treason aspect well you know, your, it, you know in the united states i mean we've so lost our way that we don't even and the great majority of people don't even care. They don't even understand how it's treason. They don't even, you know, mm-hmm. all they care about is themselves well, and yeah, going I mean, on in their own lives. We're so narcissistic. Yeah. It used to be, you know, that uh, we weren't afraid to prosecute people if they, if they actually committed treason. But, of course, the DOJ and all the three-letter alphabet soup agencies that are nothing but jackbooted thugs these days, you know, they they're they politicized themselves as well, and they're all under the control of yeah. radical globalists right now. Oh, it's been infiltrated by leftards. You know that it has been. You know, the fact that they do whatever the, the Democrats want. Coexist globalist crowds, and you know, the funny is that's what they what they actually see in their mind's eye what their vision of the world is is just so far past bounds of reality that it's you know it's uh it, it would be it would be nice i think we all would love to live in peace and and uh oh, yeah. you know but that's not human nature and they don't understand that and yeah exactly well you know it's you listen to you know these people and and you just kind of shake your head. It's like, like you said, it's not reality. People don't understand that countries do not act the way they, they want you to act. Uh, and the fact that you criticize your own population, half the population, you know, you call them uh, traitors, you call them racist, you call them white supremacists, you it's you know, more persecuted. It's more persecuting yeah. than. than oh, yeah. You know, it's, you know, we're being persecuted. Yeah. And, you know, and they have the goal of calling us the fascists. Yeah. It's like, really? Really? 
uh, how many political prisoners uh, did did uh, Donald Trump imprison? Yeah, exactly. when he was president, you had you had your freedom of speech. You didn't try to control your freedom of speech at all. You're free to speak out. You're free to spell off whatever nonsense you want to talk. You say, and you're perfectly fine. You're not oppressed. You weren't thrown in prison. You weren't fined. You weren't. Uh, oh, you didn't have political leaders. You didn't have the right saying. You get up in their face and tell them they're not welcome here anymore. All right. The, all the rhetoric of the left. All the. Uh, all the. Hateful, uh, talking about violence-inducing uh, behavior. Yeah, know. I was gonna say you probably weren't you know, observed, but then again, considering uh, the NSA is probably full of leftards, who's to say that they weren't watching us? And Trump they were watching didn't us. know about it, you know. Then yeah. he probably didn't tell Trump. And Trump was probably not aware. Of it. Uh, whereas you know, Biden. Taking his orders from whatever watchers that were watching him uh, or handling him, you know he, he ordering the DOJ and all these, you know, alphabet soup agencies to watch us. And if we if we step out of line, to persecute us. And you know that's true because you just see it. It's right. all over the place. Right. And you know, and there's prisoners saying, "Oh wow, wow, wow." The the GOP they have no evidence of any wrongdoing. Of, you know, Joe Biden is innocent. It's like really. Uh, just look at what happened in Afghanistan. The fact that we left eighty-five billion dollars worth of equipment uh, in Afghanistan, and you know, and they're sitting there saying, "Oh, it's not going to be like uh, Saigon in nineteen seventy-five." Afghanistan's not going to collapse. It was a well-trained military. What happened? Uh, yeah. What happened? It was worse than Saigon. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we don't know the numbers either. Well, at least they're not public. Now, the the government can... collapsed even before the, the Taliban took, captured Kabul. Oh. Now, the president who pocketed all the money that we gave him right. left. Yeah. You know, he left. We don't know how many people actually. You know that there was a serious retribution, and you okay. know it, it also. I'm sure, yeah, you know, many among women and you know, those women that oh, dared yeah. to deserve education and oh, yeah. they drive a car and all that. I'm sure that in fact, uh, you know, women cannot be educated in Afghanistan. Yeah, but and and this was bores me about all these leftards. Sitting there saying, "Oh, exactly. you know, uh, we need to, to do this, that, and the other thing, and support these people over here." And and how dare you criticize, you know, Muslims? And it's like, you obviously, <laughs> yeah. you obviously live in fantasy land. Yeah, exactly. When we actually point out that what you're saying, if you said that in Afghanistan, you'd be stoned to death. Yeah. Oh, so no, let's shift here. We gotta gotta wrap it up pretty quick here. But, yeah, we, uh, need we, we need to get to Israel and China. Talk about yeah, Israel. Uh, again, like like we were talking before, 
you know, uh, the Biden administration is talking out both sides of their mouth. And quite frankly, they really do not support Israel. I know they don't. And just the fact that they want a ceasefire almost immediately, you know, uh, the bodies weren't even in in the kibbutzes, weren't even cold yet. They were already calling for a ceasefire. And it's like, really? Really? Yeah. So Israel can't respond. Is that what you're saying? You know, and exactly what they're saying. And all of the you have all these university students who literally have their heads up their ass. Uh, <laughs> and not, you know, criticizing Israel. Yeah. It's Marching like, okay, so yeah, and oh. and they're calling for, you know, free Palestine and you know, uh from the river to the sea, Palestine will be free, and it's like do they have any idea what they're saying? No. And of course, I bet if you asked ninety percent of these people which river are you talking about, they would have no clue. <laughs> yeah, probably so. But also, this is a great example of how education matters, right? Because this, right. they're seeing it through the propaganda filter of these leftist professors, mm-hmm. anti-Semitic professors that are out there yeah. teaching, teaching the drivel that they're teaching. And they're sort of saying, oh, there's genocide in, in Gaza. Okay, where? Yeah. Uh, uh, no, there is no genocide. And, right. and of course, they say, oh, yeah, well, 12,000 civilians have died in Gaza. Okay, that's not on Israel. That's on Hamas. Yeah, Hamas exactly. refuses to allow these people to leave. Oh, and, yeah. They use them as shields. You know, yeah. No and, doubt. And Israelis beg these people to leave. They actually literally call them on the phone and say, guess what? We're going to show your area. Leave. Yeah. You know? Okay. I mean, what other country in the world does that? They okay. literally call you on your phone and tell you to leave your house. Nobody else. We certainly hell don't do that. Oh, you know, you know? what's going to happen is these people who don't understand what's necessary as far as from a from a military mm-hmm. or war standpoint, what really happens is if you want to win, you fight a war. And the United States is a great example of that. How many police actions have we really gone into without the true desire to, without giving, the, without giving our military the leeway to actually fight to win? You know, it's mm-hmm. all. Oh, yeah. yeah. Numerous, numerous police actions. Yeah, you know, if we descend into World War Three, all of these left. Will I think that they'll be well? They'll be shocked to see what really comes about by appeasing and by doing mm-hmm. by following their policies. Oh yeah, and and you have these students complain about all the Palestinians, all the Palestinians, the poor Palestinians. What's happening to the Palestinians pale in comparison to the Jewish population? Yeah, exactly. You know, think about it. You have a homeland that been occupied by Jews for thousands of years. And all of a sudden here comes the Romans and they kick you out. You know, they literally burn your capital to the ground and they kick you out. So you all leave your homeland and you settle in Europe. And you're subject to programs which literally meant killing uh Jews. You're thrown into these ghettos, and that's where you are allowed to stay. You were denied certain occupations, so you yeah. couldn't earn a living. 
know, and then think of a thousand years later, you have some madman who literally wiped out six million of you. Right. You know. And finally you get your homeland back and you're criticized for defending your homeland. Yeah. And these people don't understand. It's like, okay, you live in this little country that's probably what the size of Delaware, and you're surrounded by twenty-two other countries that are Muslim that hate your guts. We are gonna have to leave it there. We didn't get to China, but um one thing about interviewing Dr. Boyd, you will always get his opinion, and that that is for sure. Sometimes he makes me laugh, but uh, he's got a lot of good things to say, and he has a lot of good points to make. So I hope you enjoyed that. Hey, if you are a Dr. Zelenko fan and you'd like to purchase some Zelenko products, you can do so by clicking in the link in the show description below. Get yourself a good discount on these products, and uh, there's several of them, and he has a children's vitamin line uh, coming out, the company does, so check that out as well. Also, if you are sick of supporting woke corporations, go to shopforfreedom.online, shop for the number four, freedom.online, sign up, and um, get you started on that. And buy products from an American manufacturer that supports our values. Don't give your money to the big box stores anymore. And um, there's no sense in doing that because they don't share your values. So there you go. Shop4freedom.online. Appreciate you being here. We, I will be back again tomorrow. And uh, we'll leave you with that. God bless you all. We'll see you tomorrow.